welcome to the Think Like an Innovator podcast. I am Paul Sloan, and in each episode, I tell you the stories of great thinkers, leaders, and innovators. We explore what motivated them and the approaches they used. We do this in order to draw out some inspiration and lessons that we can profit from. The stories are based on my book, Think Like an Innovator, published by Pearson. In this episode, we're going to look at two great political leaders, national leaders who were visionaries, who set ambitious goals and then took the steps to achieve them. These men were Mahatma Gandhi and John F. Kennedy. Mohandas Gandhi is revered by Indians as the Mahatma, or great soul, who led them to independence from British rule. His humility, principles and actions have been admired by peoples all around the world. Gandhi was born in Pobanda, India, in 1869. He was brought up as a strict Hindu, and as a boy, he promised his mother that he would never eat meat, smoke tobacco or drink alcohol. He kept this promise throughout his life and eschewed all other luxuries too. At the age of 19, he was sent to London to study law and subsequently he worked as a lawyer in India. Following his training, he went to South Africa in 1893 to help an Indian company. He was appalled at the way in which Indians in South Africa were treated by white people. He stayed there for 21 years fighting for the rights of oppressed people. In 1913, he led 2,000 Indians on a protest from Transvaal to Natal in defiance of a South African law forbidding Indians from moving across provinces. He was in prison for his troubles. He returned to India where he campaigned for the rights of the downtrodden, the poor, women and people of lower castes. In 1918, he became leader of the National Congress and Independence Party. At a time when many believed that violent revolution was needed, Gandhi advocated passive resistance, opposing government policies without using force. To protest the government monopoly on salt production, he led his followers on a long march to the coast to take salt from the sea. Another tactic he used was to fast. He would go without food for long periods to protest injustices in British or Indian society. These fasts were dangerous and left him in a weakened state, but he persevered and never lost his sense of humour. In 1942, he started the Quit India movement at a time when Britain was locked in war with Germany and Japan. He was imprisoned and not released until 1944. Eventually, his efforts helped lead to the British withdrawal from India in 1947. Much to his distress, this action led to great violence between Hindus and Muslims during the partition of the new states of India and Pakistan. At an open-air prayer meeting for peace in January 1948, he was shot dead by a Hindu fanatic. His death shocked the world and helped lessen the violence. He said, I shall not fear anyone on earth. I shall not bear ill will towards anyone. I shall not submit to injustice from anyone. In resisting untruth, I shall put up with all suffering. What lessons can we learn from Gandhi? 
you can achieve change through others by becoming a servant leader. Many leaders are flamboyant characters with big egos and a penchant for aggressive action, but that is not necessary. Gandhi showed that he could be a great leader and transform society with humility and passive resistance to injustice. Be the change you want to see in the world, said Gandhi. Many people thought that the only way to remove a colonial power was with violent revolution. Gandhi disagreed with the use of force and believed in non-violent action. He led by example and proved the power of measured and contained rebellion. He inspired people to follow his example and eschew violence. For example, in 2009, President Barack Obama said that his biggest inspiration came from Mahatma Gandhi. On the 25th of May 1961, President John Fitzgerald Kennedy announced to a joint session of Congress the remarkable and ambitious goal of sending a man to the moon. His famous words were, I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. No single space project in this period will be more impressive to mankind or more important in the long-range exploration of space, and none will be so difficult or expensive to accomplish. When, in 1960, he became the 35th President of the USA, John Kennedy was, at the age of 43, the youngest man ever elected to the presidency, the first born in the 20th century, and the first Roman Catholic. He came to office with a dynamic plan to end poverty and ignorance at home and to boost the USA's prestige and standing abroad. By 1961, Kennedy felt that the USA had to catch up and overtake the Soviet Union in the space race. It was a matter of national prestige. The Russians had been the first to put a satellite into space, and in April 1961, they were the first to put a man into space, Yuri Gagarin. Kennedy knew that he was setting an enormous, costly and risky challenge. He stressed the importance and difficulty of the objective. In 1962, he said, We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things not because they are easy, but because they are hard, because that goal will serve to organise and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one which we intend to win. Kennedy's goal was achieved on the 20th of July 1969 when Apollo 11 commander Neil Armstrong stepped onto the moon's surface. It was less than six years after Kennedy's tragic assassination. So what insights can innovators gain from Kennedy's speech and actions? First, throw down an audacious goal. At the time Kennedy gave his speech committing the USA to a moon landing, there had been no spacewalk, no docking in space, and no lunar module had been designed. It was a tremendous and uncertain undertaking. He did not underestimate the difficulty of the challenge, but he stressed to the people of the USA that it was a matter of pride, ambition and security. He appealed to the pioneering heritage of the nation. He played on emotion rather than logic. Assemble a great team and let them get on with it, 
While Kennedy's speeches galvanised the nation, NASA hired some of the best and brightest engineers and scientists to start the job. They had a clear goal with a pressing deadline and the freedom and resources to solve the problem. They achieved the historic moon landing within the decade. None of us has the power and authority that Kennedy had, but no matter how small your team, it is important to give them a clear and worthwhile purpose. Sit down with your team and agree the challenge and then empower them by asking for their ideas on how to achieve it. Often it is better to let them try their best ideas rather than imposing your own. Mohandas Gandhi is revered by Indians as the Mahatma, or great soul, who led them to independence from British rule. His humility, principles and actions have been admired by peoples all around the world. Gandhi was born in Pobanda, India, in 1869. He was brought up as a strict Hindu, and as a boy, he promised his mother that he would never eat meat, smoke tobacco or drink alcohol. He kept this promise throughout his life and eschewed all other luxuries too. At the age of 19, he was sent to London to study law, and subsequently he worked as a lawyer in India. Following his training, he went to South Africa in 1893 to help an Indian company. He was appalled at the way in which Indians in South Africa were treated by white people. He stayed there for 21 years, fighting for the rights of oppressed people. In 1913, he led 2,000 Indians on a protest from Transvaal to Natal in defiance of a South African law forbidding Indians from moving across provinces. He was in prison for his troubles. He returned to India where he campaigned for the rights of the downtrodden, the poor, women and people of lower castes. In 1918, he became leader of the National Congress and Independence Party. At a time when many believed that violent revolution was needed, Gandhi advocated passive resistance, opposing government policies without using force. To protest the government monopoly on salt production, he led his followers on a long march to the coast to take salt from the sea. Another tactic he used was to fast. He would go without food for long periods to protest injustices in British or Indian society. These fasts were dangerous and left him in a weakened state, but he persevered and never lost his sense of humour. In 1942, he started the Quit India movement at a time when Britain was locked in war with Germany and Japan. He was imprisoned and not released until 1944. 